Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 176 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Preston. And Jim is still right there. He's still okay. All good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to raise your voice a little bit so the mic can pick you up. Um, so last week we talked about the CFP, right? Right. It seems just like, just a like minute a minute ago, ago yeah. but, but it was really last week. And that was big news, so congratulations once again. Yeah. But you have other big news to share, right? Yeah, my other big news is I just bought uh, my first home in Plymouth, so it's literally like a three minute drive to peak now. I take exactly three right turns, including pulling out of the driveway, so really nice, but it's exciting because it's a multifamily property. Okay, we'll get get back to that in a second. So being so close, you might want to try a scooter, Maybe. right? Our, our fans, they know about the scooter experience and the weather's warming up. So have you thought about this at all? Have you considered it? I have not thought about a scooter. I have thought about biking though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Get some exercise, right? right. Yeah. What's your exercise routine these days? Um, well, when I was living at the apartment, it was going on the treadmill a couple times a week because um, they had one in the complex, but now I need to sign up for a gym because I don't live at the apartment anymore. Very so. good, yeah. They lock you out now. Right. All right, so let's talk about the house for a minute. So it's here in Plymouth in the township, very close to work. Uh, I had a chance to take a look at it mm -hmm. when you were uh, going through the showing. Tell us about what you like about it and why you, know, you made an offer. Yeah, so I guess taking a step back is when I first started thinking about, you know, what do I want to do for my first house and that sort of thing. Um, I also had in my mind, I really want to get into rental real estate at some point. So <clears throat> then I started doing some research and I learned about something called house hacking. Let's make sure that we elaborate, that we right. enunciate house hacking, H-A-C-K-I-N-G. Yeah. So why do I care about hacking my house? <laughs> right. So house hacking is when you buy a multifamily property and you live in one side and rent out the other side, or if there's multiple units, rent out all of the sides. Anyway, point is you're living in one side, collecting rent from the rest of the property and using that rent to pay off most, if not all of your mortgage payment. So it's a really good way to build wealth through paying off the house and owning property and also not having to use as much of your cash flow as maybe normally you would have to. All right, so then the building itself, uh, what did you like about it and how did you guys decide to make an offer? Yeah, so the building itself, um, it's actually pretty unique. It used to be a house and then a garage, and then the old owner built a breezeway connecting the two structures and you know, rebuilt the garage into essentially an apartment. So now the garage is a one bed, one bath with you know kitchen, dining, all that. And then there's the breezeway, and then the other side is the traditional two bed, one bath house. Um, so I really liked that and you know, me and my fiance, we don't need a ton of space right now. So we went and saw it and we said, 
you know, the garage would be actually not bad for us because that's all the, <laughs> that's all the space we need, honestly. So, uh, so yeah, then we're able to rent out the two bed, one bath side, which of course will bring in more rent. I can rent out my garage, I guess. Right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I got us. I haven't told anyone this yet. So I plug in the car into the garage, mm -hmm. the 220 outlet. When I was on the World War II tour, my wife texted me and said that the garage was full of smoke and something's wrong with the car, mm -hmm. the charger. And I thought, well, you know, something, no big deal. Like, I don't know <laughs> what she's talking about. Like, I just blew it off, right? Mm -hmm. And it turns out the 220 outlet that was in the garage was melt. It was heating up so much. It was smoking and melting. So I, I don't know why they went out to the garage at night to check to do something, but they saw the smoke, unplugged it, and everything. Look, the the garage would the garage and car would have burned down. Oh my god! So I had my electrician come out and look, and uh, it was wired with aluminum instead of copper. Mm. Passing the code. Okay. So this is really strange. I mean, the, it would have been a total loss. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long it would have taken, but, you know, garage made me think of that. So you're going to be living in the garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, what I liked about the house also is that the prior owner had all new finishings. Right. So you don't have to do anything. Right. Yeah. Literally all we've had to do. So the old renter that was living in the two bed, one bath side was a smoker. So we've spent the last week cleaning out the smoke smell. We're going to repaint this weekend and it'll be ready for rent. Okay. Uh, let's see. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about is the yard. It's, it's got a huge yard. Yeah. Okay. So do you have a lawnmower? I do actually. <laughs> um, the old owner, as he was moving his stuff out, he said, is it cool if I leave my lawnmower and snowblower and air compressor? And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. What kind of a lawnmower is it? Uh, it's just a push lawnmower. How long is it going to take? I don't know. We're going to find out though. <laughs> Hopefully no more than an hour, but I'm worried. Yeah. You know, there is a service in town called Jack's Services. I've heard of <laughs> That you could talk to <laughs> if you need help. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So what else do you want to share about the house? Yeah. So. Or the, about the, the rental situation? Yeah. So the way we decided to put in an offer was, you know, we looked at the listing price and we were like, seems like a really good price for a duplex in Plymouth. And so we went toward it, loved it, and then went home and plugged some numbers in. We've got a spreadsheet for anyone who's looking to do rental real estate. There's a spreadsheet on the Peak website, but we you know, made the spreadsheet and built it out and said, how much could we pay on this property to earn a decent rate of return? Because, and the reason we were saying how much can we pay is our realtor said, there's no way it's going for list price. People are gonna offer more. So we ran the numbers and found that we can still earn a decent rate of return if we offered up to 20% over asking, which seems like a lot. So we offered 12% over asking, thinking, you know, kind of in the middle between asking and what would still be a good rate of return. And we were still only the third highest offer, which is. So how in the world did you get it if there are other people higher? Yeah, so the offers above us just fell through and uh, yeah, they, uh, for whatever reason, I think the first offer that got accepted, they tried to decrease their offer by like $10,000 because it needed new gutters 
and the current owner was like, gutters aren't ten thousand dollars. I'm not taking that deal. So he just walked away and ended up and going he, the, to us. The seller knew that they had more people waiting. Right. Yeah, yeah, like you. Right. Okay. Well, that's a great story. And for people that are looking to invest in rental real estate, you know, we have a lot of experience in this area. So we're happy to consult to be a sounding board. You know, your realtor should be your number one source, but we're happy to consult as well. And even though prices are high, rent is very high as well. So like he was saying, the math, it still works, right? right? It's not maybe 10% like it could have been 10 years ago, right? but it's maybe 8%. And right. that's a solid number. Yeah. yeah. But, but let me say this, why should I take all the struggle and work and energy to get an 8% return when I can get like 4.7 in a money market? Put you on the spot. Yeah, I mean, money markets are nice now, but you know, they're not guaranteed forever. Rates can fluctuate. And if you go through the struggle and run the math and find something that'll give you eight forever, that's, well, you know, if you're collecting a reasonable amount of rent, if you can get eight forever, that's very good. Good answer. I feel like a year from now, the money markets might be less right. if the Fed cuts. Whereas in Plymouth, it's a fabulous zip code, right? right? The appreciation potential is strong. Multifamily has a tremendous bid underneath it right now. And 8% is like, a 25 year rate of return number on the cash flow only, right? right plus appreciation, right. whereas you know the cash is only 4.7 and it could be less. And finally, to put a nail in the coffin on this question, um, uh, you can use leverage, okay? Right. So even though interest rates are higher, you can let the tenant pay off that mortgage for you and now you only have to actually put down 20% or whatever, or less. Right. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. And another benefit of going through the struggle of having rental real estate is, you know, pensions don't, they don't exist anymore for most people. So me and my fiance, well, actually, she's a teacher, so she'll have a small pension, but um, we won't have necessarily the guaranteed income of the past. So once this is paid off, that's going to be our pension, right? Sounds like you got a winner there with, with your fiance. She, <laughs> she's going to bring a pension into the, into the equation. Uh, she's on board with rental real estate. She yeah. wants to live in the garage. <laughs> Did you, I mean, like, you know, sounds like a pretty good fit, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, funny enough, it was actually her who wanted to live in the garage more than me. <laughs> I was thinking maybe we should do the two bed side, but she was like, no, garage. She's I was like, okay. She's awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the per on the purchase. Thanks. And and the CFP as well. And I think that'll do it. If you'd want to learn more about rental real estate, check us out at peakwm.com, and we can schedule an appointment online or even have a second opinion on on your financial plan and other investments. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.